Hey, this is Taylor, and you're listening to Banished to the Backyard, a podcast that takes a look at the world of dog training through the lens of someone who hasn't seen it a million times. Hello, dog trainers and enthusiasts, and welcome to the second episode of Banished to the Backyard. So today we are going to talk about four first dog truths, and the reason I'm talking about this is because recently, well, kind of recently, in February, my dog turned eight, and um, she's a blue healer, and she's my, technically, we've had dogs before, but she is my first dog, the first dog I've taken care of and have taken over training and care, and so... Since she is getting older, I thought a good topic to start off with for episode two would be the four first dog truths that I have discovered with her. The first truth is you will make a lot of mistakes. Um, With Blue, my dog, um, some big mistakes I made is she was under-socialized. She had underbalanced reinforcers. Um, She had really bad agility basics. And I did not teach her how to tug correctly. Um, So the under-socialization was because uh, when we got her, I was in middle school, so I didn't exactly have a car, and this was my first dog, and I just thought, oh, hey, she'd be fine, and my parents didn't want to take her with us all the time because it was a pain to them, and they were raised around farm dogs that stayed home all the time. So she didn't get out much, Um, so naturally she has some issues with men and new dogs and novel kind of things. We are now to a point where she trusts me enough that we can handle quite a bit, and I am very proud of her. Something else that I did was I did not balance the reinforcers with her. She, um, the dog that we had before her, who we still have, he was Jack Russell, and we trained, I'm air quoting here, we trained him completely with treats, so he's very treat dependent to do any kind of, his reinforcer has to be there. So when we got Blue, I decided that she wasn't going to have any treats at all for training. It was all going to be toys and praise, which was great in theory. Now it just makes her drive for food ridiculous, and it's something that is a struggle. Um, I don't think I will ever be able to proof her for someone throwing a hot dog on the field or something like that. But we live and we learn. Um, The other thing is, since she was my first dog, I did not know a lot about agility when I started doing it with her, so she did not have the basics or the exercise that you would expect for a sport competition dog. Kind of along with those reinforcers and the agility, I did not know how to teach her how to tug correctly, so when she tugs, she likes to have it, she likes to yank her head, and she doesn't like to tug tug she doesn't like to engage really she likes to win it and go and shake it and there's I mean there's a lot of reasons that that's happening and so that might be a future podcast episode actually so the second truth about your first dog is your first dog will be trained in a little bit of everything 
in a lot of different methods. If you don't end up having to do this or going through this stage with your first dog, congratulations. Um, Blue is a saint for a dog. She has gone through training-wise, method-wise. She's gone through everything from positive reinforcement and using head collars and using choke chains and using muzzles and using just a flat collar and using just toys and then trying to add treats back in there. And she's done sport-wise. She has done obedience. She's done showing for 4-H. She's done rally obedience. She's done agility. Um, her first set of obedience before we started doing real, I mean, we really don't even do real strict obedience. Um, right now, it, we raised her like a farm dog, so when I had to teach her how to heal for rally, um, her heel meant stay behind me on my tail behind not beside. So, and that's something we struggle with anyways. Um, luckily it was 4-H, so they didn't really care. She's done a little bit of freestyle and tricks like that. Um, her new thing that I'm working on with her is nose work, just because she might have an injury and she's kind of getting older and she doesn't enjoy agility as much as I'd like her to, so nose work is something that'll keep her active, but it's not super high impact. The third dog truth is you will face the hard lesson of learning how to appreciate your dog and not falling into a trap of comparing your dog to other dogs. Since Blue does have a little bit of reactivity um, and the under-socialized and the underbalanced, it was a struggle for me to accept that she is not where I ideally would have a dog. And she is not as snappy and friendly as all the other dogs, so people don't want her around sometimes. And also part of that is when I got involved in 4-H and my local chapter, I felt a lot of pressure to perform and I felt a lot of comparison going on just me personally to other people. And I'm a super competitive person, but I kind of let it get the best of me. And there were some days that I was not proud of how I pushed blue when I really probably shouldn't have. But like I said, first dog truth, live and you learn. And the fourth and final first dog truth is your first dog will always have a special place in your heart. If you decide to get another dog after your first dog, which I hope you do, even if that dog is not your heart dog, and a heart dog is um, something in the dog world where it's that special dog that you'll love other dogs, but this is the dog that gets you and is perfect and just what you perfectly needed and your its soul matches yours. Not to kind of go hippie on you there. Blue is my heart dog. She understands me. She's an introvert like me. And despite all of her issues, she has taught me so much as a dog. And she's made me become a better trainer than I would have been if I had had an easy dog. Your first dog sets the tone for the rest, so I kind of, since my first dog was not a lab or like a bulldog, like one of the lazier types, and Blue is, a, Amer is an Australian cattle dog, she kind of has me hooked on the working group and my next dog will more than likely be a border collie because I love the healers, but I do want to try a softer working dog. And your first dog also forms your foundation. And because generally you're not an amazing dog trainer when you first get your dog, the like the first one you've ever owned. So everything that you learn together with them sets up this foundation for you to build on. And quite honestly, it helps 
if the foundation is strong and fulfilled and you've done everything right, but as long as it's there, that's what matters. You could not know what clicker training is and still have something to build on. It's just those first experiences that reinforce you to want to continue to train dogs. On that note, thank you for listening to me today, and I hope that helped you realize the four first dog truths. Have any questions, comments, or future topic suggestions? Drop by my blog, stormyseasdogtraining.wordpress.com, or email me at stormyseasdogs at gmail.com with Banish to the Backyard in the subject. Happy training!